My friends, today this reading of the story of Bartimaeus can be for us a great example of how when we read the scriptures, how do we pray with the scriptures? How do we make as this reading of scripture our own in many ways as we reflect upon it? And so just looking at some of the details, uh, Bartimaeus, the name of the blind man, even his name means something, kind of sets the tone. And Mark tells us twice, right? So his name is Bartimaeus which Jewish name means the son of Timaeus. So Mark says, well, Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, just in case you didn't get it the first time. Uh, and Mark, in the language that this was written in, in Greek, Timaeo, Timaeus, would come from the word for honor, respect. So it's honor, it's respect. He's the son of honor and respect. He's the son, many ways, of this culture of respect and honor and goodness. And maybe many of us have a similar um, identity with that. We were brought up with a certain amount of rules, with a certain amount of uh, respectfulness, you know. Um, don't wipe your nose with the tablecloth. Don't speak loudly in public. Don't shout, right? Absolutely, we learned that pretty much once we're old enough to learn. Don't shout when there's company around. I don't learn that from my homilies, but whatever. Um, anyway, uh, the rules. Respectful, polite society. And there's, that's a, there's good things for that, right? We need to be polite. We need to be respectful. But sometimes that can become a little hampering. Because what does Bartimaeus do on hearing that Jesus is passing by? He starts shouting. He starts crying out, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. Have mercy on me. Jesus, have mercy on me. He's crying out. Well, that's, oh man. And they say, stop, stop, you're not, that's, that's not what we do. Stop yelling. Just calm down, crazy man, right? So they're, they're trying to stop him. The crowd is trying to stifle him, but Bartimaeus doesn't let it stop him. We, if we've been raised in this culture of respect, that could be good, but particularly as New Englanders, sometimes we have to break out of that. Sometimes, particularly with the relationship with our Lord, we have to break out of that. We can't just be bound by our respectfulness. Rather, when we pray, we have to pray with passion, with love, with energy. We can't just, you know, here in our church, we're all very respectful. We're going to sit, stand, and kneel just like everyone else. We're not going to get too engaged in everything. No. Sometimes, when it's a matter of relationship with Jesus Christ... We need to really fully engage. We need to be 100% in, not just following the respectful rules, not being afraid, probably not during Mass, but in general, to cry out to our Lord, at least with our hearts, Jesus, have pity on me. It's not just about the rules. It's not just about the customs. No, Lord, have pity on me. And if our friends and our family say, you're crazy, you're crazy for praying in this way, no, we don't do it. We just say the words and we do it respectfully. No, Jesus, have pity on me. Please, I need you, Lord Jesus. I need you in this way. If I've been too bound by custom, we have to pray with our entire heart, with our entire being. Son of David, have, and what does he do? So they say, stop, be quiet. And he calls out all the more. Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. And now those same people, once Jesus gets engaged, those same people are saying, stop talking. No, quiet down. Stop yelling. Say, get up. He's calling you. 
They encourage him. Get up. He's calling you. Some of our biggest doubters, if we stay persistent in that relationship with the Lord, some of our biggest doubters are going to be the ones encouraging us one day. Some of those who most would have wanted us to just stay in the respectful little box are going to be the ones saying, get up, come on, he's calling you. Yes, go, with courage, with love. Those same people who doubt may be the same ones who one day encourage us. You can't possibly be a vehicle for the new evangelization. Just stop trying. Stop trying to reach a generation that's fallen away from the Lord. No, just go back to being normal. No, Jesus, son of David, have pity on us. Here at St. Francis, have mercy on us, Jesus. And one day the doubters are going to be the ones encouraging us. Jesus is calling. Let's go. St. Francis, you got to do your part. We got to do our part. Jesus is calling us. He's calling us. And what does Bartimaeus do? You know, again, these details are so important. We hear, and it's a little detail, and we could just let it pass us by. But what does Bartimaeus do? He throws aside his cloak. Probably the only clothing and security he has. The thing he wraps up in every night. He throws aside his cloak. Now, if you are blind and you're in a massive crowd, you need to hold on tight to whatever you have. Because the chances of finding it again if you lose it are probably slim to none. But Bartimaeus doesn't let the safety nets, he doesn't let those things hold it. He tosses aside his cloak. Jesus is calling. I'm going with everything I have. Nothing's going to slow me down. He's not worried about holding on to what I had just in case. Throw it all into the wind. Jesus is calling. He goes up to Jesus, and Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? What do you, what do you actually want? Remember a couple weeks ago I shared the story of my friend out in, when we, I was in Phoenix. What do you actually want to have? Like, I don't know. I got to think about it for a little. And if Jesus were to look me in the eye right now and say, Father Casey, one thing, go, what do you want? Oh, hold on. Like, Lord, I may need a minute for that one. I don't, just, just what, you know, but no, Bartimaeus knows. He has the answer right away. He knows what to say. Lord, Master, I want to see. Domine ud videam. Lord, that I may see. He knows what he wants. He knows what he needs. Jesus, that I may see. Jesus told him, go your way. Your faith has saved you. When our Lord, when we call out, which we should, when we call out to the Lord, when we even don't let those people who want to put us down and keep us in a box stop us, when we throw away those things that were maybe keeping us safe because Jesus is calling, and he asks us, we need to know what we want. We need to ask with courage. You know, he could have said, I just need a place to stay. Keep the expectations low. Right? Aim low. No, aim big. Lord, I want to see. Jesus, I want to see. Go your way. Your faith has saved you. The faith to ask big. We want a full church. Completely full. It shouldn't be easy to find a seat at St. Francis. Jesus, we want a full church at all three masses. Go your way. Your faith has saved you. Ask big. Ask big when our Lord asks. Each of us in our own prayer needs to ask big. 
Not just little things, not just enough to get by. We ask for the big stuff. Here's the final point, which is so beautiful. Jesus says, go your way. And we hear that after Bartimaeus received his sight, he followed him on the way. Bartimaeus' way had become Jesus' way. It's the same way. Through receiving this gift of sight, Bartimaeus wouldn't be separated from Jesus. His way became so identified with the way of our Lord Jesus. It's the same for us. When Jesus does stuff for us, it's not so we can just go away and have it for our own lives. Rather, we follow him even more closely. We're even more closely identified with our Lord Jesus. We follow him on the way. His way becomes our way. The more and more we have this encounter with Jesus Christ, the more and more our way every day becomes Jesus' way. Every single day we follow the way of Jesus, not as his own way, but as our way too, as our path in life. My friends, those are just some things when we look at a gospel passage, when we really pray with it, these words aren't just meant as a nice historical account. Historically, this happened. But when we read the scriptures, we enter into it like this. These words, this story, was meant for us today. The Holy Spirit is the primary author of scripture. So the Holy Spirit knew us sitting here this morning when these words were written down by St. Mark all those years ago. They're written for us. It's a call to us to call out to the Lord, to not let people put us in the box. We've been raised in a very good, respectful way, the son of Timeo. But we need to call out with energy, with love, with passion to our Lord. When he calls us, we need to know what we're asking for and we need to ask big. We fi- and then, finally, we follow our Lord Jesus on the way. This is the path and the message he has for us today, right now so that we may follow our Lord in all things, and being his faithful disciples may bring him great glory.